It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing and fantastic show. I'll introduce my guest in a moment, and I promise we're going to have a lot of fun today. It's going to be really great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I usually do this every single week. And before I forget, this episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any tech skills or without downloading an app. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. That's B-R-I-A-N, phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Last week, I was in a car accident. I was okay, but my car was not. What happened was I was on the freeway and traffic had slowed way down because there was congestion in front of me. Unfortunately, the car behind me didn't notice this. I managed to swerve out of the way of the car in front of me, but my car was crunched pretty hard. And when I got out of the car, I was surprisingly calm. But the lady on the other side was a bit traumatized. She apologized profusely and said she felt really, really bad about it. And I said, I know you do. And there was really no point in being angry about it. She was already feeling terrible and there was no need to pile on top of it. Two days later, I learned that my car was a total loss, but at least her insurance is paying for a different car for me. That's when I finally allowed myself to feel something. I had to remind myself that there's a seat of greatness in every adverse situation, as Tony Robbins likes to say. I get to start over with a different car, and even though I really, really liked my other car a lot, it gives me a chance to rearrange some things financially that could be very favorable for me. So there are blessings in this. And so the big lesson for me is to stay in gratitude. With God on my side, nothing else really matters. So with all that in mind, I'd like to introduce my guest. And before I forget, you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free. My guest this week is Daniel Gomez. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Daniel Gomez is a John Maxwell's keynote certified uh, keynote speaker, confidence life coach, and author. He equips people with the confidence and mindset necessary to live extraordinary lives. He encourages everyone to be original, love and believe in themselves at all times, value their opinion, and step out of their comfort zones. He knows what it's like to fear the unknown. He lost his mother when he was a child, and he faced death when he was 18 years old. However, he didn't let those circumstances dictate the outcome of his life. His positive attitude and approach to life are what makes him very successful in his business career. His authenticity attracts admiration from others, and he believes in being truthful and from the heart. He is the author of the book, You Were Born to Fly, Be Original, Be the Best You. We will talk about that at length today. And we have have a lot to talk about today. So here we are with my very special guest, Daniel Gomez. Daniel, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing fantastic. I'm just super excited and pumped, and I brought extra energy for you today. (laughs) Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. So I usually like asking people to start with their backstory. We'll spend the whole first segment on this. How did you get from where you were to where you are now? What was that journey like for you? Well, it kind of ties in a lot to your your accident you had last week or that you were talking about. Um, We had an accident similar. My wife was hit with breast cancer two and a half years ago and that totally changed our life i mean you know something that you said was 
you, you made a quote from Tony Robbins, and that's exactly kind of my attitude was, what is it that God wants us to learn from this? Because when she was diagnosed with breast cancer, it's like, boom, we were hit by a runaway truck. It's like a semi ran over us. And you really have to regroup because it doesn't matter at that point how much money you have in the bank or what your financial success is because it's not going to save you. And I really had to take a step back and look at ourselves and figure out what we were going to do. And that's when two months later she had her double mastectomy. And um, I ended up resigning because she got depressed on me. That was a pivoting point. So Brian, I I think just with that, it's just uh, yeah. When I started when I started reading, put it this way, she she was laying there on the couch recovering from her double mastectomy, and as she got she, I just read Think and Grow Rich, and I had read it before, but it didn't really impact me the way it did this time. And when I read it, it just really like the the chapter on desire just grab. I mean, it grabbed me, and I read it again, and I wrote the exercise out, and I found Bruce. It, so in the, in the chapter, it talks about your chief definite purpose or your chief definite aim. Right. And I came across Bruce Lee's chief definite aim. And it was like, I, Bruce Lee, will be the highest paid Oriental actor. And I, I remember it because it really impacted me that much. And I liked Bruce Lee when I was a kid. You know, Bruce Lee was around when I was five years old. I remember seeing his posters all over the place because that's when it was cool to hang posters all over your bedroom. Mm. And it just really, like, I just said, you know, if Bruce Lee did this from China... What can I not do from where I'm at here in the States? And I just really kept read, reading my chief definite purpose. And of course, that the moment of truth came when you're reading it, but are you going to take action? And they called me because I come from the automotive background and my wife was doing better. A couple of months later, you know, she was kind of back in her in her little groove. But of course, we still had a long journey ahead of us. So I said, you know, I need maybe I just maybe I should take this other job. But I really felt in, in my heart that God said, I really want you to go out there and be a motivational speaker. And, of course, when you tell everybody that, they think you're crazy, Brian. They think, like, are you, did you lose it, right? And they think, mm-hmm. okay, well, they'll support you for a certain uh, for a certain like distance because they think, like, man, we need to feel sorry for this guy because he's probably really losing it. Right. And then, and then when I went to work one day, I ended up staying there, like, half a day. Came home. My wife goes, how did it was it? I said, I hated it. I just came home. I didn't like it. But I think by that point, God already put in my heart that the car business was no longer for me. Yeah. And he had another path for my life. So that was the, that was the transition point. Yeah. Was your family supportive of the transition that you chose to make? I want to say my son was. Yeah. And I want to say my son did because out of respect, I think he he supported me but my wife she always supports me because she thinks i'm crazy regardless because i always do things and sometimes i'm pretty spontaneous but i think for the underlying i would say they didn't to be honest with you now mm. looking back they just they they they're like dad's gonna be a motivational speaker okay and i think if it wasn't for my son my son just paid a, a pivotal part of, of just believing in me that i really fed from because mm-hmm. he's 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 20 when i started my journey he was 18 and I, don't, I think we really just bonded at that point because mm-hmm. three months after my wife had her surgery, we were here, me and my son, and, and my son said something that just brought me to tears, Brian, is that he goes, Dad, I really like hanging out with you. We were just there talking, and me being the jokester sometimes, I said, well, what do you mean? You didn't like hanging out with me before? Mm. He goes, you know what, Dad? Sometimes you weren't so nice. Mm. 
and it just crushed my heart and I just I just broke down in tears and I realized at that moment that the path that I was on in becoming a speaker and and a corporate trainer and and, and just a confidence coach that 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 really was where God was taking me because I, I never realized that I think just we think because we have financial success in whatever profession right. we're in yeah. that we're successful and that's that's only 25% of it Right. And did you ever envision that you might someday be where you are now in your career? So I'll be totally honest with you. I didn't at first, and I'm a big believer of, of prayer and, and we went to a meeting Yeah, and I had a, a, a friend of mine prayed over me and um, he actually prophesied over me and he just put a vision in my mind that when I felt it, it was real. And granted, this gentleman, he's older than me. I'm, I'm 46 years old. And, and Dan, Dan Segovia had prayed for me, no kidding, probably like about almost 20 years ago before mm-hmm. I got into car business. And he goes, yeah. God's going to bless you so much in the car business. Just don't forget him. He would say, Daniel, I see you driving Cadillacs and God's just going to take you to the top of the... So when he prayed for me the second time and the prayer he prayed it really just kind of solidified and I could see myself there. But of course God shows you the end in mind because he doesn't tell you what it's going to take to get there. Cause if not, you would if you don't see the, the, the dream at the end, you wouldn't do it. Right. And it, it's been a year and a half since that day that he prayed over me. And I'll tell you the one thing that, that I didn't really realize Brian was how much junk I had buried deep down inside myself that I had to get out of me. Right. We've got a couple of minutes or so to our first break. What would you consider to be your big aha moment? As far as like a big break or just in... in uh, like a revelation that you had. I think that I could do it. I think that when I really grasped the vision and said, why not me? Mm-hmm. And to really believe that I was good enough to do it, that I, I am enough. Yeah. And to really grasp that that really i came back from california speaking at tag talks and i i shared the stage with tom bill and yeah. i just came back and i was like in this funk and i was frustrated and it just like and i didn't realize what was going on and what happened was imposter syndrome set in mm-hmm. and i i didn't figure it out my friend goes dude you're suffering from imposter syndrome i'm like what the heck is that he goes bro study it <laughs> yeah so I came back and I noticed I started sabotaging myself because I was out of my comfort zone. And even though I had shared the stage with Tom Bill, you had a credible footage and all this. At that moment, I didn't think I was good enough. And just really having that breakthrough and seeing I belong, I really belong. And that was a breakthrough. It was, it was actually last February because of course, when you speak on a local area and and local stages, I mean, I'm grateful for that. Don't get me wrong. But when, you get to share the stage with someone of the caliber of Tom Bilyeu and it just really like inside yourself, you're like, man, do I deserve to be here? Yeah. And I, and I realized that I did, but it took me, I will say, honestly, it took me about three or four weeks to really break through that, that upper limit problem that I have. Cause we all have a glass ceiling mm-hmm. and I had to break through that glass ceiling to really believe that I deserved it. And once that broke, it's like everything else was, wow. It came yeah. out. It was a lot easier that I could believe it for myself. Fantastic. We're coming up against our first break. My very special guest this week is Daniel Gomez, and he is the author of the book, You Were Born to Fly, Be Original. 
be the best you. And we will talk about that after the break. We're going to talk about so much. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the importance of stepping out of your comfort zone. We're going to talk about uh, what the writing process was like. We're going to ask Daniel what his definition of success is, the importance of confidence, how that's made a difference, and the idea of speaking life into other people. Because I'll tell you what, if you are able to speak life into somebody else, it will change their lives. And you may not be the one that gets to see that, but it'll be a huge blessing for that person down the line. We'll come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back on the other side after the break. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Daniel Gomez. He is the author of the book, You Were Born to Fly, Be Original, Be the Best You. And if you've not picked up my latest book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, Volume 2. It's a compilation of some of my best interviews from this very show featuring Kevin Harrington, Dan Locke, Chris Powell from ABC's Extreme Weight Loss, Brad Sugars. Uh, so many amazing interviews. You can pick that up on Amazon, and the Kindle version is still $0.99. Cents. You can't even shake a stick at that. Get it. You will not regret it. It's a great book. So, Daniel, let me ask you, uh, one of the themes in your book is about stepping out of your comfort zone. How important is that, and how has that benefited you? Man, that's huge. That's I think that's, that's, that, that's it right there. That's the 98% of people don't step out of their comfort zone, 98%. And we live in a zone of competency, a zone of complacency. Mm-hmm. And we never and most people there are just surviving and, 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 and dying really, because if you're not growing, you're dying. If you're not progressing, you're regressing. Mm-hmm. And I think when when I really realized in my life, I think one of the biggest I don't want to say the biggest mistakes that I ever made, but one of the things that really helped me back is I paid off my house um probably about fifteen years ago, 10, 10, 12, 15 years ago. And when I did that my attitude went down to where I was like, ah, well, I don't have to work. And he kind of stopped caring. Mm-hmm. And I got so comfortable, Brian. And I think that really, really hurt me because when I started, I was still running these dealerships. I was still doing that. But I guess deep down inside subconsciously, which I wasn't aware of, I wasn't giving the 120% that I was used to giving all the time. Mm. So when I when it came to, when it, when I resigned and I started doing my own when my brand came up, Daniel Gomez inspires, 
I just realized that, man, I had to come out of my comfort zone. I had a, I had that employee mentality still in so many ways that I had to get rid of that employee mindset and get out of my comfort zone. And I'll tell you this, the, the, the biggest shift for me was this, was when I said, okay, my body came out of this corporate job, came out of being a general sales manager, came out of that, but my mind is still there and it's not serving me. Right. And And I'll give you an example of that. The moment that I had to spend $500 on myself, it was like, oh man, that's a lot of money, right? And it's, it's not, I laugh about it now because now I spend a lot more on, on the business. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the biggest barriers is that, that, that comfort zone of just like, well, I can't afford it, I can't do this. And no, you gotta invest in yourself, you are the business. Yeah. And most, most small businesses or most entrepreneurs, they fail because of that, because they never invest in themselves or their business. And now, I mean, if I need to spend a thousand, two thousand dollars, I I spend on on the average um, probably about three to four thousand on my business monthly, just with wow. everything. There you but go. It's, but it's because of that that I'm where I'm at. Yeah, absolutely. So your book is called "You Were Born to Fly: Be Original, Be the Best You." What led you to write this, Daniel? I went to John Maxwell. I got certified as a speaker, coach, and trainer over there. And soon as the first day of breakfast, just imagine over a thousand high energy, positive people. It's kind of like, wow, like there is more people like me out there in the world. So now I went to the conference in Orlando. This guy was up at our table having breakfast and he's like, yeah, I just writing my book and inside myself in my heart, I said, how awesome would it be to, to be an author? And I was just like, an, oh, cause I had never met an author myself. I you just, in the car business, you don't meet a lot of authors. And I think just putting myself in that arena really opened my eyes to say, that would be so awesome. I just asked the question and I guess my subconscious mind answered it. I came back and about a couple of months later, I just started saying, man, I, I think I want to write a book. And then I got the prices of a book and then I almost had a heart attack. But <laughs> by the grace of God, I, I tell you, it was just God's intervention. Yeah. This gentleman emailed me and goes, hey, I want to help you write your book. I heard you might be in. The, uh, I heard you might need some help. And I said, you know, I, I got some quotes. I really can't afford it right now because I get, take, take, just keep this in mind, Brian, that at the same time I'm starting my business is the same time my wife's going through her life, through her journey of reconstruction with breast cancer and fighting cancer. Right. So we're doing both of these simultaneously. And I wasn't lying. I said, you know, it just seems far stretched. He goes, you know, I'm going to help you. So he did charge me. But just the fact of taking that action and once I committed to it. It was awesome, but I will tell you again, once again, out of your comfort zone, I did almost sabotage myself because I had to push myself through those limitations in my own thinking that were keeping me from that because it, 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 it's a lot of work to just really get your mind focused that, hey, you can write a book. Yeah, absolutely. So what is your definition of success? My definition of success is, is first, I have, this, is, this is me, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not going to apologize. It's God first my wife second, my children third, and then my business. Mm. And that's what's helped me to be where I'm at today because without God giving me the life and the abilities and the wisdom that I need, then I wouldn't have the love to share with my wife and our kids. Mm -hmm. And then I wouldn't have the peace in my heart to run the business. So I think you have to have that balance. And then once you have that balance, then of course the success comes with, if you have a successful relationship with God, Pretty much all your all your relationships will be successful. If you, I'm a I'm a big believer in tithing and giving and supporting different organizations. Then the financial blessings will be there, and right. then because we're the temple of the Holy Spirit, 
I want to take care of myself. I'm 46 years old and every, I would say about three or four times a week, I take care of my body. So it's, it's, it's four things. It's health, spiritual, and family and financial. It's, it's those four pit. Those are my four pillars, Brian. Right. And I love that you define success in terms of adhering to a values hierarchy. Tony Robbins talks about defining your value systems. And if you flipped even two of those values in the opposite order, it would change a lot of decisions you make, right? Totally, totally. I mean, it just like this past weekend, I took my I, I, I want to spend more time with my wife because I love her. I said, hey, let's go. To, um, let's go. Let's go to the to California. Go with me. And we planned it about a probably like eight months ago, but she was with me in California at the Oscars and she had the time of her life, but it's, I could have gone by myself, but why would I do that when I could cherish this moment with her? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about confidence. How big of a difference has that been for you? You know, it's, 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 it's everything. It's confidence is the difference maker. And I say that with confidence because without the confidence, first of all, in God, and without the confidence that God gives you to have that confidence within yourself, you're never going to take action. You're never going to take action. And the biggest lie we've been told in our whole life is this, Brian, that knowledge is power. Knowledge is not power. It's the activation of that knowledge. And the only yep. way you're going to activate that knowledge is by taking action on a consistent basis. Yeah. And confidence gives you the ability to be consistent because that doesn't. Because this is what happens. You got a lot of people that just take action one day or two days, and then they don't see the immediate gratification, the immediate results, and they quit. They're not consistent. But I can tell you that confidence gave me the ability to get up every day for the last two years and a half and do what I needed to do to get my business going. And even though things weren't where I wanted to, the consistency after a while, the compound interest of all the action that you take, you start seeing results. And I, I, I joke about it, but it's automatically these opportunities appear. It's not that they appear automatically. It's just that all those seeds you've planted in the past two and a half years, they've been growing. But a lot of times we want these opportunities to grow overnight and they don't it takes it takes time yeah absolutely i love that so have you always been confident i mean what changed you know i was i think i was i was confident in a bad way i would say this when i was running dealerships and i'll say this because sometimes we mistaken arrogance is confidence and arrogance is shallow sometimes and i can tell you that there was many times in my life that and i i was i was shallow and i'll say that because i didn't and I, the reason I say that is because my arrogance, I undervalued who people were. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say that. Because when you have the wrong ambition and the wrong arrogance and you kind of package it as confidence, well, then really all you care about is yourself. And I can tell you that this season in my life, I value people more than I ever have ever. Mm -hmm. Not that I didn't value them before, but I can tell you I value people now yeah. more. And Absolutely. Yeah. So I so I would say it transitioned from a from more of that ambitious arrogance confidence to more of a hey of a quiet, humble confidence to where hey, I, I got this, I can do this. Yeah. And when you value other people, it's a lot easier to speak life into their lives, isn't it? Yes, it's 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 and I was looking at some pictures. Funny we're talking about this because I was looking at some pictures from when I first started speaking and it's like I look like I was angry and mad and, and, and it's like because you want to get your point across, but you know, if you if, if you're not smiling, people aren't gonna smile back. So what does that mean? Well that means that they're not open to what you're saying. And when you smile, it opens up people's hearts. It says you're approachable as a speaker, as a coach, as a trainer, and then it, it opens them themselves up. 
And I was doing an injustice to myself and to my workshops that I was conducting because I wasn't smiling enough. And confidence is just that still voice that says, I got this regardless of what comes your way. Just know that God's going to see you through and you continue to move forward step by step. Absolutely. So in your book, you talk about trials leading to triumph. What has been the most meaningful moment of overcoming for you so far? I think it's when we started the conversation today that my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. And I take this from her because my wife always says, why not me? I think most people that encounter any sickness, not just cancer or breast cancer, but any hardship, they say, why me? Why did this happen to me? And when you shift your perspective, when you shift your mindset and you ask the question, why not me? I think everything changes. And then when you ask yourself this other question, what is it that I'm supposed to learn from this? Mm -hmm. And that trial, first of all, I resigned from my job. I, I get to spend more time with my wife as a successful business owner. I'm closer to my son than I've ever been. Yeah. And a relationship with my daughter that was almost not existent. It's just flourishing now like never before. And by the grace of God, where where we're at because of that. And it was all because of, of course, you don't want your your loved one to go through cancer, but it was because of breast cancer that we get to enjoy the happiness that we have today and the fulfillment and the opportunities that we have. Absolutely. We've got a couple of minutes or so before our next break. So I want to ask, why do you think people play small? Because daring to dream is really, really important, isn't it? Well, first of all, they don't believe in themselves. And the reason they don't believe in themselves is because we've been taught to play small. And I'll give you a good example is I I talk about this in my workshops and my sales training workshops and just my leadership workshops is because thing about it as a child, I say the story. Well, once you told, well, you know, don't worry about that promotion because don't get your hopes up too high because you'll apply for it, but don't expect to get it because if you get your hopes up, you're not going to get it. Or if you're a teenager, you know, well, yes, go to that track and field event, but don't expect to get first place because I don't want you to get your hopes up and then you go to the meet and then you lose. So we're taught to not really dream big or to set our expectations high. And I truly believe that what we expect out of life is what we're going to get. And we don't realize that just the same way there's a law of gravity. Yeah. We have the law of expectation, which is a law of our world. And the law of expectation says 85% of what Brian expects 85% of what Daniel expects, we're going to get. Yeah. But the thing is, the law of expectation doesn't discriminate. If you expect nothing good to happen, 85% of the time, it's not going to happen. So right. why not expect the best? Right. It's like the law of attraction. You have to operate in the same frequency of the thing that you really, really want. We are coming up against our next break. This is going so fast and we're having so much fun. My very special guest this week is Daniel Gomez. We will continue talking about his book, You Were Born to Fly, Be Original, Be the Best You. And the things that we're talking about right now are things that are in his book. Get it on Amazon. Is that right, Daniel? Yes, sir. Amazon. It's on Amazon right now, and you can definitely get a couple of copies of that. They make a great Valentine's gift. (laughs) There you go. We are coming right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission 
is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Daniel Gomez. His book is called You Were Born to Fly, Be Original, Be the Best You. And I had a virtual event a couple of weeks ago called Authorpreneur Live, where we talked about writing your book, marketing it, and leveraging it to greater advantage. While you missed the event, uh, you can still get the recordings. 14 sessions, it's only 47 bucks. The price is going to go up very soon. But go to authorpreneurlive.com. No matter what the price is, it's still totally worth it. You can see what the sessions were all about, and I promise you will get a lot out of it. Authorpreneurlive.com. So, Daniel, let's get back to your book. You talk about persistence. Um, how, why do you think people give up? Why do they give up? It's yeah. easy. They weren't trained to succeed. Hmm. <laughs> they were trained to be average. You think, about, think about it this way. As, as children, you're, you're trained to go to school. You're trained. You're told what to do. And the moment that you're set free from from the just the school system, you don't have the wings to fly. And what I mean by that is is is, is let me say this is because we're our, our parents they go to work, they work a nine to five job, and they come back and this this is all they know. That's 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 what they were conditioned to do: get a job and stay there forever, stay there for forty years, and then that's who you're going to be. And at the end of the year, at the end of the year, you're going to retire and go off. But who says you have to retire? Who right. says if you love what you're doing? Who says? I mean, I, I was just at an event here this past weekend at the Oscars. I was at the City Gala City Summit with um, Brian Tracy, and I remember one of the first trainings I went to was 20 years ago with Brian Tracy. This gentleman was full of life, and he was already probably about 50 something years old when I met him. And I think now he's 74, 75, and he, but he's still at these events because. He has a passion for, for what he does. Yes. So, so I say that people ain't taught persistence because they're taught that it's okay to just be 
and settle for the status quo. This as long as you get a good job. We're taught that by our parents, and I don't think they do it purposely because mm -hmm. I just that's what they were taught. And it's like right. that old saying, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Yeah. People pass along what they've learned from someone else. It makes total sense. So how do you think we develop a championship mindset? What do you think that takes? You know, for me, I, I really got to tell you, like I said, I, these past two years or so, I had to get a lot of junk out of my, my, out of my system, out of my thinking. Right. And one of the key to develop a championship mindset is to really, really let go of your past. And um, for me, it was this. It was forgiving myself first. Mm. When I forgave myself, it opened and enlarged my capacity. It expanded my capacity to receive more from God, from the universe, from people. And when I forgave myself, I was able to forgive other people. Mm -hmm. And I say that because too many times we walk, you can't, you can't have a champion's mindset. And let me define a champion's mindset in my terminology. Yeah. A, a champion's mindset sees a good in everything. A champion's mm. mindset is the creative side of your mind, of your thinking. And in that champion's mindset, you function in, in love, in peace, in honor, in respect, and you function in, in positivity. Mm -hmm. And when you put all these things together, that's what develops a champion's mindset and, and resilience and persistence is there because you love what you do so much that you build up that resilience to bounce back and get up. Because whether you're doing it for your family, you're doing it for a bigger cause, that champion's mindset. See, I'll never forget this. It's, it's, it's not one of I, I work out a lot. I've been working out for pretty much for my whole adult life. I'll never forget what one of the trainers told me. He goes, it's not how many reps you do. It's how many reps you do. Once the pain has started and you feel it on your muscles. Right. And that that's what's kept me. And I think I, that would be a great definition of a champion's mindset is even though the pain started, that's when you really start pushing through the Because on the other side is your blessing. On your other side is that accomplishment that you want. Right. And you mentioned forgiveness a minute ago, which I'm really happy that you did. Um, in your experience, what does it take to reach a point where you can forgive someone? When people realize, Brian, that when they forgive somebody, they forgive them, not for the other person. Let me give you a good example. Is, yes. is I just had a client and, you know, there, there, there was some um, there was an affair involved. And I, I, I said she was like, well, I'm trying. I'm doing this. I'm, 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 I'm. I said, OK, I understand you're doing all these things. I, I, she goes, I don't know if we're going to get back together. So let me tell you this. Regardless if we stay with him or not, that's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. That's irrelevant. I said, the thing is, when you forgive him, you forgiving him because it's going to set you free to move forward in whichever direction you want to go. Yes. And you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for your husband. You're doing it for you. And she just started crying, Brian. Yeah. And she goes, I never saw it that way. Yeah. For forgiveness is about closure for yourself. It, you know, it, it's, it's not always about the other person. In fact, the other person may not be ready to receive your forgiveness. If you wait around for the other person to be ready to receive your forgiveness, it's not, it's probably not going to happen. Yes. And she just started crying. And, and that's a good example is when you forgive, it just releases you from all the bondage that you're in because my, my brother passed away many years ago from mm. too young because that, that unforgiveness becomes 
bitterness, it becomes resentment, it becomes yeah. jealousy, it becomes envy. And he never got over our mom passing away when we were little. He goes, mm. and he would say, Daniel, can't you, don't you miss mom? I'm like, yeah, I miss mom, but I'm not going to stop living life. Mm-hmm. And even though my brother was alive, he never really lived the way he could have lived. And it yeah. cost him his life because he literally stressed himself to death. I truly believe it now that I do what I do. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I want to pivot to it to a new subject because that's that's all very intense. Forgiveness is so important. The way you start your day, though, matters a lot. How do you win the morning? Well, it goes back to forgiveness, right? It goes back every morning I wake up. And for me, I, I like to read. So I read and I pray for the first hour of the day. I, I usually get up right, like right now I'm in the process of writing my second book. So right now my schedule is I'll wake up about 3, 3.30. I'll read and pray for the first hour and just kind of just connect spiritually with my creator. And then mm-hmm. for the next hour I'll write and I guess the juices going. So then about from 3.30 to 4.30, after I'm done with my prayer, I'll start to write from 4.30 to 5.30. Well, then my goal is to be at the gym by 5.45 no later than 6. Mm-hmm. And so I take care of the spiritual I take care of the creative and then I take care of the physical with my health and I get to the gym and I'll be done with the gym by seven, come back home, have breakfast. And then by that time, I'll try to read maybe a little bit more about personal growth, maybe five or 10 um, pages, whatever time allows. But I do that every single morning. I've been doing that for the past probably five years, Brian, and it's really changed my life. Wow. That is so awesome. I love that. In your book, you also talk about positive dissatisfaction that might sound counterintuitive but tell us what that means well this is what it is is sometimes in our in our own mind everybody has an idea of what success is to them right so a good example of that is just to say like i'll I'll use my parents as an analogy when when my mom and my dad were alive it's like say they made sixty thousand dollars a year combined Mm well me as an adult i grow up and, well, you know, I got a new I got a bigger house than my parents did. I made a little bit more money. So you would just say I'm making eighty five thousand, ninety thousand and my parents made 60. Well, most people get satisfied there because they reach, they achieve more success than their parents did. So they settle for that status quo and they don't push any further because in their mind, I already achieved success. I already have a nicer car than my mom did. I, I live in a better neighborhood than when we were growing up. That's their thinking. But when you have that positive dissatisfaction, you're like, no, there's more out there. That's when you really start giving back to other people and start serving other people because we're blessed to be a blessing. And mm-hmm. when you realize that the more success you have in every aspect of your life, you can help people to build better relationships in their marriages and their and their um, parenting and just friendships and most importantly at work. That's why I love doing team building work exercises at work because when you realize it takes a team to really win. It's amazing mm-hmm. how corporations and businesses that I go out there and train for just flourish because when you take the light off yourself and you put it on the team, that's where the magic happens, Brian. Yeah. We've got about three minutes or so to our final break. Let's talk about the importance of loving yourself. People have a problem with that, though. Why is that so hard? Because they undervalue who they are. Yeah. And it goes back again to the way we're, we're brought up and, and it's, and I don't mean to beat up our parents, but it's just, it's a proximity that we grow up in. It's our environment from the day you're born to the age of seven, 
you're trained, you're conditioned, however we want to word it, you become who you are, you're programmed. And, and the reason that is, I think like for me, I, this is a mistake that I saw within myself that I was doing to my son. My, I would ask my son to, to wash my Harley, my, my motorcycle. And like, I would notice like a smudge and I would be critical. I'd be like, son, would, can't you clean it? Right. Can't you do this? You missed a spot. Mm-hmm. And that's what I taught him growing up. And then yeah. as he would cut the grass, I'm like, Jay, look, you didn't do this right. So instead of praising him in so many ways, not that I was always negative on him, but when I would ask him to do a task, I believe that's when I was my hardest on him. Mm-hmm. And it just, as a kid, you, 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 you carry that with you. And I think that as he was getting older, I saw that. And one day I had to pull myself aside and say, look, Jay, I love you. So it doesn't matter what grades you get in school. You're still my son. I don't care. You don't, they don't have to be A's. I'm taking that pressure off of you. You don't have yeah. to get B's. I want you to, but I say that because when you learn to to realize that, hey, my mom and dad love me because they just love me, mm-hmm. that's where they learn to love themselves. Yeah. But how, but how can somebody love themselves if their whole life they're told that they can't clean their room right, can't you do anything right? And I hear it every day as we go to these malls and just in retail outlets. It's like, you know, you hear parents say, like, I got to be so stupid or get off that damn phone. Just the way the verbiage, right? Mm-hmm. So this is it. I'm going to sum it up in one phrase. Most people undervalue who they are because they were never given the words of affirmations that they needed growing up in life. Yeah, absolutely. And this can manifest in all different areas of our lives and even our business. We've got about a minute or so to our break. But when people don't value themselves enough, they tend to not charge enough for what they do in their business, right? Yes. You're, you're, I'll never forget one of the things I went to a conference and one thing that I heard really stuck out to me is the world will pay you whatever you ask of it. The world yeah. will pay you whatever you ask of it. And it's like you, Brian, you have this program, but you're not paying for the hour of me speaking or the hour of Brian speaking. You're paying for the decade of knowledge and the decade of experience that Brian brings that he's going to give you in an hour, but it took him 10 years to get it. Yeah. And when you realize it, that man, I have invested a lot of time within myself, a lot of money, I, I deserve to charge what, I, what I'm worth. Yeah, So you're absolutely. exactly right. Exactly. All right. We are coming up against our final break. I can't believe how quickly this is going. My very special guest this week is Daniel Gomez. His book is called You Were Born to Fly, Be Original, Be the Best You. Get it on Amazon. And we will come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. We will come right back on the other side. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Brian. 
This is the TokiNet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and down the stretch we come. And my very special guest this week, once again, is Daniel Gomez. His book is called You Were Born to Fly, Be Original, Be the Best You. You can find it on Amazon. And once again, you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes. Leave a review. That would mean so much to me and for the show. So, Daniel, I would love to ask you about leadership because that's something else you talk about in your book. What do you think makes a great leader? A great leader is someone who shows appreciation and who isn't dirty to get in the trenches with their team. And nothing takes a person further than appreciation because when someone feels appreciated, they go far and above and beyond what the call of duty is. I'll never forget when I first started in the car business, I had a, the owner would come behind my back and give me a pat on the back and say, great job. He would say it in mm-hmm. Spanish, eso, right, eso. And when he would say that, I would just get goosebumps and I would do things I never thought I would do. I would work longer hours, not that they would ask me, but even though I was really tired and I had sold two cars, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and do another one. It's because I really felt the appreciation because yeah. most people carry, uh, most people care more about the, uh, the the appreciation part than the monetary piece. I can, I can promise you that. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, and Transparency is a big buzzword. How important is that? Well, you know, now I know why most leaders, they're not transparent because a lot of leaders out there have insecurities. And what yes. happens is if they don't have the coaching and the developing that they need as they're brought up as, as a young manager, as a young supervisor, whatever it is, they take on that old dictator style, style of, of leadership. And that's the worst thing you can do because – that's why over 70% of corporate employees are disengaged Yeah, because people don't want to be told what to do. People want to be led and they want to have, they, they want to be appreciated. And not only that, they want to know that, Hey, when there's transparency, well, then they feed off of you. But if you don't, if you hide behind that office and you hide behind your assistant and you can never contact or get in touch with the, the leader, whether it's your GM of a dealership or whether it's the, CFO or CEO of an organization, then really it's like, there's no, there, there, it, it takes, how can I put it? It's like, just, just think about a bridge. And if you never build that bridge and really build those relationships with your people, your, your business is never going to run the way it should. It's never going to be as profitable. And sure. the biggest mistake that I see, Brian, is that, is that, and I, and I'm not even exaggerating. I would say over 70% of, of leadership out there puts people before profits and the moment you put profits before people, growth is automatic. Yeah, I totally understand that. So do you think there should be limits as to how transparent that we are, how transparent we are? Well, as, as in leaders, no, I, I, I think you need to be authentic. I think you need to be real. I think you can't expect your team to do something that if you've never done it yourself. And the approach, what I mean by that is, hey, we're going to learn in this together. 
And I think I think the moment is this. I think when a when a leader is transparent, because I, this this is the answer. This is the answer that 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 I speak about. It's Henry Ford when they wanted to shut him down and everybody was coming against him. The the government was coming against him. He goes, "Well, I don't know everything." He goes, "But at a beck and call, I pick up my phone, and mm-hmm. I can have anybody answer what I need or take care of it right away." And yeah. that's what a great leader does. Is they they're they're a great delegator. And they understand that they have weaknesses, but I'm surrounded by the people that I need that are stronger than me in those areas. And that's what makes our organization succeed. But most yeah. people, their their ego and their pride gets in the way. And that's where the laws and lid comes in place, Brian. Absolutely. So, Daniel, you are a speaker, just like I am. I would love to ask, what advice do you have for people who want to start speaking on stages but haven't done so yet? Take the first step. Take the first step. I would definitely recommend three things. The, the first three things you got to do that helped me tremendously, Brian, was I hired a coach, a speaker coach. And that took me light years. When you're, when you're trying to go somewhere, you definitely need um, a mentor and guidance. And I, and I would make the investment within yourself because you're a business now. When you're a speaker, you're not just a speaker, but you're a, you want to be a paid speaker, which is a business. Second of all, work on getting a website up. And third, you have to volunteer your services to a rotary club or to some form of um, just club around your city and record yourself. And that's going to be the beginnings of your first speaker reel because no one's going to hire you if you don't have a, a speaker's website. No one's going to hire you if you don't have a speaker reel. And those are the two things that you definitely want to get going. So I would do that and just ask for help. Um, you need to ask for help from help. And I would say this, you can't, I see so many aspiring speakers want everything for free. And not that you don't want to help people, Brian, don't get me wrong, but right. hey, I'm going to answer a couple of questions, but there's going to come a point where, hey, my time is, is, is I'm busy and everybody's busy. But what I'm saying is you need, you need to make that mental commitment that says I'm going to invest in a coach because when I made that investment, I, that's truly why I'm where I'm at. And not only that, I, I, I myself, I'm my, when I first began, I hired two speaker coaches, Brian. Wow. That's fantastic. If someone, what, what, what do you speak about? Let me ask him. Mean, we've been talking about a lot of the different kinds of things that you wrote about in your book. Are those the topics that you typically speak about as well? Well, I, I you know, I'm pretty, I, I love what I do because I, I have a great niche. All right. I have a great niche when I, <laughs> I'm a corporate trainer. So in corporate training, I speak in leadership. I speak on team building. I speak on sales, which, you know, my, my background was, I was a, a sales um, professional for, for many years, and then I speak on confidence. So I give those corporate speeches, and then I also speak about on communication and in my corporate setting. So then outside of that, I can give you a straight-up inspirational, motivational speech and just kind of speak from the heart and talk about, hey, this is, this is kind of like, hey, this is, might be what you need to hear. So those are my speaking topics in corporate training, leadership, team building, sales, communication, and then on the other side of that, just I, I can give you a straight up inspirational, motivational speech of just loving yourself, believing yourself and saying that you do have what it takes, that you're not here by accident because yeah. you're not because you're you're a masterpiece because you're a piece of the master and your best is yet to come. I love that. So for those who may want to learn more about how to reach out to you, how can they do that? Well, yes, just go to my website. It's Daniel Gomez speaker dot com. That's. Daniel Gomez speaker.com and they can go to the contact page there and definitely just kind of send me a message and where they could email me at Daniel at Daniel Gomez speaker.com Daniel at 
danielgomezspeaker.com. Those are the two easiest way to get a hold of me. Great. So what's your superpower? What do you do better than anybody else? I value people. You do. That is true. I err, I, I err to the side of valuing people. Yeah. And I love what that. I mean about that, I'll know that somebody might take advantage of me or somebody, if I give somebody 20 bucks, I know they're not going to pay me. I don't care. It's like, I give them the benefit of the doubt, even though I know that, but I see this, I see well, the minute I learn not to see through my eyes of judgment, but see through my eyes of compassion. So to me, valuing somebody is having compassion for them. And yeah. those go those go hand in hand together, Brian. Absolutely. Tell us about your 12-week Mindset Mastery Program. That's an amazing program. It's 12 weeks of high-definition um, online coaching program where you get tremendous content. Plus, I include my workbook on there. So as you're going through the program, you're getting one lesson every single week for over a 90-day period, 12 weeks. And as you go in and you and you self-assess and you answer the questions, not only do you have the videos that you get to watch, not just once, but you know you have that to study yourself, to go back, because you're, you're going to grow through the process. And then when you go back and start the process again, you're going to be like, wow. So it really helps you shift your mindset from mm -hmm. not having the confidence, not having just that little edge that you need to really build your confidence, show you what it takes to just develop persistence, confidence, that champion's mindset, and to really just have that winning attitude that you need in life. Great. And how can we find out about that? When you, when you go to my website, um, danielgomezspeaker.com, there is a link there. Okay. So just go to danielgomezspeaker.com and you can see that on my website. Or you can also go to the actual platform where the, the, the program is. It's Daniel Gomez Inspires with an S, danielgomezinspires.com forward slash 12 weeks. That's right. danielgomezinspires.com forward slash 12 weeks. Great. We've got about four minutes until the end. What would you say would be your most influential book or mentor that you've ever run across? Mentor, man, I would say this. I would say somebody that really expanded my capacity to dream bigger was Dr. James Denley. Mm. And he mentored me to really, the moment he said, Daniel, a million dollars ain't a lot of money. So don't just go for a million. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah. And stop thinking outside the box. Who says there's a darn box to begin with? Mm -hmm. But these are beliefs that we have. And he's really just shown me how to see myself to what I can truly be in life. Because yeah. he himself was homeless. And he said, if God can take a homeless person to make him into me, what can he not do in your life? So I would Absolutely. say just really having him believe in me like that, that's, that, that was a crucial part of, of success. Great. What has surprised you about your journey? Honestly, just the fact that I make a difference. Mm. Just the fact that I make a difference. Sometimes, you know, we all see those jokes around where people troll and, you know, they don't engage in your platform, social medias, or they're, they're, they're watching you from a distance. But I would say just the same way you have maybe some negative haters watching you and just kind of keeping an eye on you. You have even 10 times more that you're inspiring that you don't even realize. So I yeah. think it's that I really, truly, that I make a difference because sometimes I think I don't. And then somebody will come up to me after a conference or just see them at a grocery store here locally in San Antonio and say, you know, I just saw your video and thank you so much, man. You always motivate me. I've been watching you. I've been following you for a year. And it's just like, you have? Yeah. It's just shifting that mindset.
Yeah. Two minutes until the end. The question I ask everybody, who inspires and motivates you? My wife. When my wife got up after having her double mastectomy and went to her CrossFit class after about six years from her first from her first major surgery, she was getting up at 3.30 to go to this class on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and she's still going. I said, what excuse do I have as a man not to go? What excuse yeah. do I have? And the moment that I feel like, man, I don't feel like going, I think about the many times that she didn't feel like having another surgery and she still fought for us to yeah. have our mother and our wife here. So she's my inspiration. I say that all the time. Yeah, that is beautiful. We are coming up to the end of the show. We've got about a minute to go. So we can find you at danielgomezspeaker.com and we can find your book once again, which is called You Were Born to Fly, Be Original, Be the Best You, and that is on Amazon. Is all that correct? Yes, sir, it is. Fantastic. Any final thoughts before we go? You know, I wanted to say thank you so much for having me on your show, Brian. It's amazing. And to all your audience, love yourself, believe in yourself. And remember this, nothing, nothing is carbon stone. And if no one's ever told you that they believe in you, this is Daniel Gomez saying, I believe in you. I love that. Thank you so much, Daniel, for being here. It was an honor and a privilege to have you on the show this week. Thank you for having me, my friend. I appreciate it. God bless you. And you also. And thank you to my audience for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Please join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class achiever and learn what they did, what they overcame, and the lessons we can learn along the way and how we can inspire and change the world. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Come back next Monday. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.